0: Okay, today I wanted to talk about attraction and what that feels like, and also what the kind of big difference is between that and wanting to feel desired by guys, okay? So this is something that kept me stuck in my straight, shitty life for so long, because I couldn't figure it out. I think this happens to so many gay women who are kind of stuck in like a closeted space because we are taught as women, if you were socialized as a woman growing up, that it is very, very, very important to have male attention. Why? Well, because men are kind of at the top of the food chain and specifically white men are at the top of our shitty little system that we're all stuck in, unfortunately, Because of that, we have been socialized and generations of our family, like this is not just you, this is like your parents, their parents, all of it have been conditioned to please that one kind of person. This becomes completely evident when you watch um, older movies. And when I say older, I, I want you to like make it personal for you. So Specifically look at shows or movies that you watched a lot growing up. Um one that I think is kind of top of mind right now is for me is Ariel. I freaking loved Ariel as a little girl. I watched it constantly, rewatched that movie over and over and over. And it's one of the very like a Disney princess is a very like Normal and putting it in quotes if you can't see me. Um, <laughs> normal thing for um, people to have their little girls watch. And for me, Ariel was it. okay you pick your poison throughout that show it, in that movie, it's really all about her kind of giving up her life to go be with Prince Eric, giving up her voice, giving up like everything for this love and this desire and to get her happily ever after. And of course she does get it in the end, right? And she is pictured as being happy and all of that. I think when it comes to our socialization and like, it's so deeply ingrained that to be happy as a woman, you need a man to be, to get that happily ever after, to get that, you know, dream life, you have to be with a guy. And this is so, so fucking damaging and shitty. And it fucks with all of us so much. But it it definitely, it definitely fucked with me. Okay. I was a very girly girl. Um, I don't think (laughs) that's the experience for everyone but it definitely was for me I loved wearing dresses I loved dressing up I loved like princesses and being a princess and pretending to be a princess I loved all of it right I just ate it up and when I would play pretend like I wanted to you know have my prince charming come and save me right and this all happens before sexual attraction really hits at all right all of this stuff is happening at in a space where you don't like nobody wants to kiss a boy no one wants to do any of those things or maybe I'm assuming that but it's not really so about that like our identities aren't fully formed we're not sexual beings yet and yet we are being just bombarded with all of this and if you were not the type to just kind of give in to that if you were maybe very tomboyish. My girlfriend was very tomboyish growing up. Um, that's great, too. But regardless, there was going to be pressure from the outside world, from teachers, from your parents to behave and act a certain way. And this strict genderization causes all of us so many nightmares later Um, because it's all socially fabricated, Uh, like the, the rules, the expectations, none of it's real. And yet we have to behave as if it is right. And when you believe something and think something over and over and over again, it starts to feel very true. And I think what ended up happening for me is I got to this place as I as I grew up um, and kind of went through adolescence where there wasn't even a space for an idea that I could like women. The space was filled up. (laughs) There was nothing empty there. I had no thoughts of like I could be gay. The thoughts that were gay, that, okay, I want to be so, I'm going to slow down one sec. The thoughts that I was having that were definitely gay, when I look back, I'm like, oh, that's so gay. I couldn't interpret them as gay because in the reality I was living in, the only truth that could make sense is that I was straight. It was... You know a way for me to hide from the truth but I it was so hidden from me y'all it was so hidden from me that I couldn't even see it okay and it took till I was 16 for me to even admit to like oh you know what maybe I'm like bi-curious like maybe there's that maybe that's there but, you know, this is what I would say to myself. I'm never going to act on it because, you know, like, I, I just won't. I'll just I'll just date a man. So no one needs to know. And I like thought that thought and then I stuffed it down and pretended it never happened again. And I don't know, it was so easy for me to attribute um, different like signals my body was giving me as like uh, basically I was misrepresenting everything I was thinking in order to um, fit my hypothesis like when you think about science one of the things that they say you have to be really careful about is not like trying to find evidence for and proof for in advance of what you're trying to prove. Like you want to be scientific about it. You want to go about it like, hmm, well, what are the, you know, variables? Like what's going on? I had like one life path and I was going to make every experience I had fit into the role I had been given by others and had adopted for myself like now it became me telling myself like no you're straight like of course you're straight you know (laughs) and so it became really 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 hard to see the attraction that I was having for women as real and um deep okay and so now let's kind of go back a little bit to this idea of wanting malattention, wanting to be desired. This was something I wanted so badly. I really wanted to fit in. I was deeply insecure, especially in high school. Um, and I really, 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 really wanted people to like me. And. Um, I wanted to fit in. And I remember this like the painful feeling I had about like never having had like my first kiss or had a boyfriend or had uh, or had boys interested in me. And I think some of this was living in an extremely white, religious, uh, dogmatic area as a biracial woman, <laughs> you know, but another part of this was obviously when I look back the gayness because I couldn't perform attraction properly to like hook these guys in it was something that like I was interested in only to get something like I knew okay if I had a boyfriend that would be good because that would make me more normal I'd have things to talk to like uh, talk about with other girls it would be validating I would get to go to dances with someone and all of those reasons (laughs) sound like when I say them right like when I say them I think there's this feeling of like oh my gosh that's so shallow that's so like wrong that you did that that you like tricked all these people and I just want to like really reiterate that I had no real awareness about what I was doing other than I'm like well you know you're supposed to have fun in high school and people were always saying that you know and so you know I pursued people um, I pursued people that I I felt like you know I liked as people and I did like them I, I think the people that I had quote crushes on were the type of people that I thought were really funny, that I thought were really interesting, that I wanted to get to know more, that I liked to talk to, that I was around, whether it was at work at my first job or um, whatever. Those were the people I was pursuing, right? And I think that this is such a common experience that the people that you date as (laughs) someone who, who comes out and realizes that they're gay later on, are the type of people that are great people. They're Some of them are, like, so cool. And I think the feeling that you have with them is this really pure, like, platonic attraction of, like, oh, wow, we just get each other or whatever. And you mistake that for love. Another sign that I think I ignored a lot was I would have this, so much anxiety um, when I felt, like, men that I had no like platonic (laughs) friendship feeling for liked me or there was um, potential attraction or anything, I would like clam up. And I always thought, oh, well, those must be butterflies. But really, they weren't. It was like deep, deep soul crushing (laughs) anxiety. And it was hard to suss that out and to suss out those emotions and wanting to be desired when you like watch films and media, that is so programmed into us. Like the beautiful women are always the ones that like, wow, they just like make all the men's heads turn and they're just so desired and there's power in that, right? And I think that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted more than anything. I wanted to be in control. I wanted to have power um, in that way. And then let's talk about my real attraction for women and like all the little signs that I just kind of pushed away. So one really common thing um, a lot of gay women experience is um, planning with their best friend to get like platonically married to them. That's like a really common thing. And I talked about that with one of my best friends um, (laughs) in uh, high school and stuff and like was like, oh, if we don't find anyone to marry at 30, we should just get married and then we can just raise our kids together and it'll be like so great. And <laughs> of course, I just want to like really note that this is all my own personal experience. I know a lot of other gay women experiences too, but you always have to run things through you. And of course, you know that, but I just want to like emphasize that this is just me, you know, and I'm hoping that my story helps you kind of understand yours better as well. But this was just some of my experiences. So that was like a kind of an early sign. Um, I remember being like the type of person who was like always for gay rights. I never like, I just thought it was wrong that people were against it. And I just remember Like, I wasn't necessarily, like, an activist by any means, (laughs) but I definitely didn't um, ever think it was wrong. And I felt like it was wrong when people thought it was wrong. Um, I remember, like, um, wanting to, like, like, staring at girls and thinking how beautiful they were and, like, thinking about them and, like, really wanting to be their friend and kind of like a way that was more <laughs> than you would want when you're just like trying to be someone's like best friend. Like you, I didn't know these girls that well, but I really wanted to get to know them. I was like really proud of the fact that I could like make girls laugh and that I was really funny. And I was like, you know what? I was I was always such a girl's girl. I was like, you know, guys, I don't really understand. <laughs> but girls, uh I get them, like, they get me. I'm, I'm like, always was so pro-female and, and woman. Um, and so there was kind of that. Um, I think another sign that happens to a lot of gay women is they come out and then they realize, like, all of their friends were also gay. That has definitely happened to me. There's been a lot of people that have come out of the closet that, like, were kind of surrounding me, which I find interesting and had some sort of like LGBTQ identity but that's just another little thing um one thing was really funny I remember there was this girl in my science class um in high school and I would always look at her butt you guys but I just had convinced myself (laughs) that I really liked her jeans and so there was all of these like things and I would just attribute that and those like very real attractions like those very real like like, heartwarming, like, loving attraction I would have for women. And I would always attribute it all to just, like, being, like, for women, being friends. And then all of my interactions with guys, I worked really hard to have. And I would attribute any emotions or feelings to, you know, actually being attracted to them when I wasn't. Um, I have this distinct memory of, like, I had a very long-term relationship and I remember when we kind of decided to start dating um he assumed that what I was going to say is that I liked him and I wasn't but since he had assumed it I just agreed I was like yeah that's what I was gonna say and then we started dating and I kind of was like I'm just gonna let this happen and I let myself fall into it and like I'm (laughs) you know that was when I look back, sometimes I just want to go hold myself. I'm like, oh, babe, you didn't have to do that. You'd not need to do that. But I had very good reasons in my head. You know, I was like, well, they like me a lot. They're really nice. They're cool. We get along. You know, I think their family's cool. Like, I I had really liked them and felt like so much deep friendship for them Um, and had really let them in. And, you know, I... I I really wanted to go to prom and I know that's like horrible, maybe vapid, whatever, but it's the truth. It's the truth. This is the truth. Whether you think it's wrong or bad or whatever, that's the truth. That's my truth. That's what I did and that's what happened. And ultimately, I have my own back through it because I think there were so many reasons that kept me so stuck in that freaking closet and I was going through so much especially with my family um there was a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes and I was really looking for an escape and this person was a way out of that and I definitely cared about them on an emotional level and I was super confused so this is all to say, <laughs> you can have dated men, you can have kissed men, you could have fucked men, whatever, and you could still be a lesbian. Um, that's totally possible. Attraction versus desire matters. After I came out, like this is fast forwarding quite a few years, um, like after college and all of that, I remember still having to work to dissenter men. There was still this like, oh my gosh, like, am I being desired thing? Uh, and I really feel like I've dropped that now. I don't like, oh, I just get really irritated when men are around me <laughs> and are attracted to me. I'm like, oh, this is so unwanted and uncomfortable and awkward for both of us. Um, But that took a while. And so that's not like an overnight process, especially if you've been like trained your whole life to seek that male validation and I think one of the most beautiful experiences about being a lesbian is how much it is centered around women and how we are one of the only places in this like patriarchal hellhole that we all live in where we completely decenter cis men so yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it so much. Um, I don't know Is if that's everything. I feel like there's more to say. And of course, I'll probably do more on this topic. But I, I really want for you to think about what desire, like what desire, like feeling ugh, blah, 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 my brain, gosh, what it means. For you to have that desire and affirmation coming from men versus you personally desiring someone. That difference is everything. That difference is everything. What does that look like for you? What does platonic love mean to you? friendship love and I think when you start to really suss this out start to notice it maybe even make some categories and list it out like people that you really wanted to like you versus people you really liked versus people um you just picked because you know everyone said that person was cute that's another really common experience like um I know for me I always like I could never figure out, like, what guys were hot. Like, I'd be like, well, is he cute? Like, well, is he cute? Like, to my friends. Or they'd be like, no, he's not cute. And I'd be like, oh, really? And, like, I would just, like, pick one that they thought that they approved of. Um, So that was a really big sign for me. (laughs) But um, regardless, you want to look into that. You really want to discover, like, okay, was I actually into this person or that I just really want the benefits of them liking me. Um, and then when it comes to your attraction to women, I would examine all of the relationships that you kind of had with women in your life, especially like any that you would consider like girl crushes. Um, that's like a really common thing that... I think, like, straight women talk about as, like, oh, girl crush, but, like, did you actually mean the girl crush, you know, because I don't think, straight women don't, they just kind of mean it as, like, a fun tongue-in-cheek saying, but if you kind of meant it, like, look at all of those, um, like, do a catalog of your experiences that were kind of gay, um, everyone's gonna be different, my list, my, like, (laughs) few things that I shared today is not the whole of mine, And it's also not the whole of the lesbian experience. There are so many freaking ways to kind of understand that. Um, So, yeah, that's what I'm going to say about this for now. I'm sure I'm going to go into more later. I hope that you have a great week. I will talk to you next week. And, oh, um, definitely check out my like the description box I have you know an email linked and you can always email me your thoughts your questions what you're thinking also leave me a review those are so 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 helpful and they really help me kind of improve this or you know really get it focused on what you actually want to know about okay love you lots bye